Welcome to Recently Logged, where a couple of homeschoolers watched The Matrix for the first time. Well, hello, guys. It's it's us. I'm tired. We're back. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tired today. <laughs> it's... I mean, like, I don't know. It's like 10 o'clock. I shouldn't be tired. Wait, is it already 10? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we. I think we're both tired, actually. <laughs> I'm just apparently not as tired. I don't know why. Yeah. We, we don't know why. It's, a, it's a podcast of mystery, Mike. <laughs> mystery and intrigue. To an extent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week we're doing a What We Watched episode, which we haven't done in a while. We haven't done all season. Um, for those of you who don't know, we simply just, kind of like we do at the end of uh, most of our episodes, where we go over what we watched, except for we can do it a little bit more in-depth because we've got time, so we can talk yes. about a bunch of different, maybe like new movies we've seen. Yeah, it's essentially just the last segment of our normal episode, but stretched out to like 40 minutes or something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we let's go ahead and get into it. Alrighty, so um, our last episode released on the 15th, I believe. Yes, the 15th. So we're going to be covering everything from, the I guess, the, the 15th, the 16th. technically. Technically the 15th, though. Like, if we had watched something, then it would be on here. Okay. 15th. To uh, whatever today is the twenty second, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about all all the movies since we log all the movies. All of mine fit onto one screen. <laughs> <laughs> mine almost do, not quite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, we watched we 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 did our last episode on Wandavision. Usually we would be like, oh yeah, that's what we logged last, and we have like a jumping off point. Uh, to start, but they, we we didn't watch Wandavision for the episode, so. Well, we didn't watch it like then. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't watch it like the night before for the episode, like we usually do. Yeah. Um, but the day after we released the episode, we watched um the nineteen forty film Gaslight, uh, based off of a play by the same name. And it kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, um. I honestly don't know why this has a 3.6 average. Right. Um, on Letterboxd. so high. I mean, the final, like, the third act of it is actually really fantastic and really well staged, but the entire first two acts are just really kind of a drag to get through, I think. No, this movie sucks to watch <laughs> so much. Like, they could have made it interesting in some way, but because there's nothing really propelling the story because they kind of they, they play themselves as like oh it's a mystery but also have like it going from like both perspectives but mostly with what's her face so with what's her face mm -hmm. um you have her and this guy just trying to drive her insane and you and, and i feel like they want you to think that maybe she is insane but everybody knows like the audience knows that she's not well, you don't know that for sure. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's pretty, yeah, I guess, but still, like... So, like, half the time, this movie is just super annoying as it's like, oh, how could she do this? 
<laughs> she's so crazy and he's yelling at her and obviously planting stuff and he's gaslighting her my he's gaslighting her which I found out that the play is actually where the term gaslighting came from. So oh. that was like the origin of the term, which well, I had no clue. Cool. I was like, what? Because <laughs> well, I was cool, like, I, I was like, wait a minute. This movie's just this guy gaslighting her. And then like, and I'm like, I wonder if that's where it came from. And then I looked and I'm like, it's from the play. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, just because like, I don't know. This movie was so not fun to watch in the slightest because like 90% of it was just him gaslighting her and us like in the audience knowing that and just being like well can't wait for something to happen <laughs> i mean it it like i said uh in my opinion it has a really like nice uh catharsis at the end with all of the like especially the final scene is really great but just the first two acts i don't know if it's worth it. yeah i thought i thought the ending was okay um and it has uh, the red shoes guy. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it builds up to like, I don't, like it's mystery side of things with the side that's not like the two of them with what's his face and the police the, officer guy. And the police officer guy and the what was it? Rubies. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, that's like the main. Well, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I just I I feel like it needed to be more in order to like I think it needed to be center stage more to be able to drive the plot because instead we're just like, well, here we are in the scene. Well, I mean, there's a reason they opened the movie with the, uh, like, uh, killing and heist in the first place is to make it that the narrative focus, but it just kind of, it doesn't, uh, they don't, yeah, they don't, it use doesn't that to drive it. I was about to say it doesn't, um, incorporate back into like the next two acts very well you open up with that killing like which is very random i didn't i didn't know what to expect from this movie so like you just open up with somebody dying and like okay okay this is gonna be like a serial killer movie or something and then <laughs> no uh, and then it just drops it and you just have this guy yelling at this lady but like like, like I hours. said, the the third act brings that back, and like I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, like the third act was fine, but I don't know. I wouldn't watch this movie again. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't. Dang either. it, it's only eighty four minutes. I want to watch the uh, newer version of it. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but the was, one with I Ingrid Bergman. I think it's forty one. I think they came out like that close <laughs> to each other. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I want to watch that one because. I'm hoping they fixed some of the problems with the screenplay of the older one. Um, plus, I like Ingrid Bergman, but who doesn't? Oh, no, it's 44. So 44. Four years later. Yeah. yeah, no, I really want to see that one. Um, but yeah, no, it, it wasn't great. I still gave it a like because, I mean, it was fine, I guess, but not great. <laughs> I gave it two and a half and no like. <gasps> My God. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, I guess that same day, yeah, later on, yeah. uh, we watched, uh, Long Way North, which is a 2015 French movie. I yes. want to say French. French. Yes. Unfortunately, we could not watch it in its French version. Yeah. We watched the American dub, so I always feel a lot less qualified to talk about something if I watched a dubbed version of it. Right. And the dub on this Sad. wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, like, unbearable, but it wasn't great. <laughs> but, you know, I still don't think, like, beyond, like, the voice acting and the dub, I really didn't think the movie was that great, honestly. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it fell short in a lot of ways for me. I mean, it's it's screenplay is a little underwhelming in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, it's an adventure movie, but like, I don't know. It it it, it lacks a bit of that oomph. It lacks adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the main reason I liked this movie so much, which I like, I was digging it a lot. Um, and if it had. Uh, been a bit more compelling in its third act I probably would have have it like in one of my favorites lists you know um I just really really loved the animation <laughs> wow <laughs> like this this is the style of animation that I want to do because I do want to make something animated at some point uh and this is definitely like this is almost exactly how I would want to animate something if I if I ever got the chance to animate something yeah the animation it's really fine, beautiful but, but like the story goes nowhere. I mean, yeah, it's it's it kind of reminds me of like a book where it's just more of like a journey. Yeah, it do, it doesn't really have like, I mean, it does have a it's like beginning a, it, and an end. It's like Ice like, Age if they didn't use a montage. <laughs> exactly, it's like my, it's like Ice Age. No, that's a t- <laughs> I mean, kind of, but. <laughs> but like no that that's not a great comparison but sure i see what is. you're going for <laughs> it's just like yeah i don't know like like every time i thought you'd get going into what was like you know a very adventure movie you know you get your jumping off point and mm-hmm. you, you, i never once got that feeling of like belongingness with the character you know like usually in an adventure movie the character goes on this adventure and starts to like find themselves and like it starts to really get into the crew and like everything on like this specific kind of adventure i felt nothing about anybody on the crew and it just kind of felt like she was just there never connecting with anybody just waiting i could see that i guess like i said it's it's screenplay is a bit lacking and like i do appreciate the narrative they were going for like the whole um uh lost father thing grandfather oh true true (laughs) but like um yeah it it's just not a great screenplay unfortunately yeah the animation is really nice Yeah, like even that setup with what's his face never even comes Mm -hmm. back into like play yeah she just leaves and then Gets on a boat and then <laughs> goes to Antarctica and then goes back. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another movie that kind of feels like this, but I ca- I can't really like pinpoint something. I know I've seen something like else it wants like to this. be an adventure movie, but it really just but it doesn't just, have any oomph. Yeah, exactly. It's just lacking that certain something. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I still thought it was okay, and you know the animation was pretty good, but like. The story being kind of meh mixed with the not very good dub made the experience quite a bit less than I wish it would have been. Like, I want I want to watch the French version before I fully yeah. am like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, who knows? Some of the performances might uh, make up for some of the lack of character yeah. uh, in the French version. So, But I, I still really liked it, even though I have some problems with it yeah i gave it three stars and a like though because like you know i enjoyed it it yeah. just wasn't very good in my opinion you know like, i it would, was fine i would take it over like something like song of the sea which is kind of in the same vein 
Dang. <laughs> Song of the Sea is so good. I mean, Griffin. Song of the, the Sea heck? is really good, but like... What the heck? Song of the Sea? Yeah. What? How could you... I told you I really liked this. this. You said you really liked the animation, bro. Well, yeah. This is so underwhelming, and you would take it over Song of the Sea just on animation? Well, Song of the Sea, it also... I, I don't know. I don't connect to Song of the Sea nearly as much as this one. Connect to what in this? <laughs> um, There's no connections. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, you know what, Micah? <laughs> can I not just prefer Long Way North over Song of the Sea? You can, but that's <laughs> trash. <laughs> wow. Um, And then I guess, was it late that night or, yeah, I guess. It was late that night. Yeah. So we watched three movies that day. <laughs> um. <laughs> And it was uh, the third one that we watched at, like, I guess, like, one in the morning or something yeah. was uh, The Quick and the Dead, which is a good one in the morning movie. Right. It'll keep um, you up. This, this was a rewatch. We had only seen it one time before. And, you know, The Quick and the Dead is very good. I feel like we talked about it when we watched it. Probably. Like, on our, in that segment. I don't know what week it was. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi directing a Western is a very positive thing. Very good. Very good idea, apparently. I like this movie better than I like any of the Spider-Man movies, you know, for sure. <laughs> I need to watch Spider-Man one more time, because I like the first Spider-Man movie the best out of any of Raimi's movies I've seen. Um, but this this is so close to dethroning that for number one. I really love The Quick and the Dead. Right. So like, like your common Western has all of these elements that make it like aesthetically cool, right? And it's there and it's there. <laughs> but then it's cool. just kind of like, you know, usually a lot of Westerns, especially older Westerns, are going to be like, oh, I'm going to wait around. <laughs> Got to wait and wait and wait. And usually 90% of the movie is just waiting around. And then you have like a gunfight or like somebody comes to town or something. <laughs> and that's what happens in your movie, right? Or like even something like Silverado. It's a whole oh, lot of gosh, waiting. Silverado. And then they all get together and do a big gunfight. Or Quigley, <laughs> a bunch of waiting and then walking around. And then they all get together for a gun, big for gunfight. A big gunfight. <laughs> but... Unlike all of these other westerns that I've seen, The Quick and the Dead is just so fast-paced. It has such good narrative <laughs> momentum, man. And the, like, the uh, planning of the, like, gunfight in the town, it, it propels the narrative so well throughout the entire thing. Right. It's so, it's <clears throat> so good. Like, it's so much better than probably any other <laughs> western I've seen. Oh, it's definitely my favorite um, western. It's, it's my favorite western by far. But, like, dang, like, everything about this is, like, because I love westerns, but, like, <laughs> most of the time westerns, I'm like, yeah, you got to be in a, quite a mood to watch these because, like, <laughs> woof, they're kind of boring a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is just, like, so the opposite. N not once do you get bored with this movie. It's constantly doing something. Especially watching it for the first time. Yeah. It was, a, it was a wild time. I mean, like, it held up, obviously, in a second viewing. <laughs> um, but, like, watching it for the first time was really great. Yeah. Um, and you have, like... I don't know. I I've, I don't think I've ever seen Sharon Stone in anything else. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, but, like, yeah. you have, like, Russell Crowe and DiCaprio and, like, just this really good cast for this stuff that, like... 
they're all like extremely charismatic even like Sharon Stone and what's his face uh Gene Hackman like just all the characters really really work well with their characters so you have these really like stylized characters and you have the way that they film all of this and it's just so good Gene Hackman gives a great performance in this man right He's killing it. And also, another <laughs> thing that's great about this movie is the way they actually film, like, the guns. Because, like, mm. a lot of Westerns mm. don't think <laughs> guns look awesome. And, like, especially <laughs> Old West guns. And this movie knows that they do. <laughs> this movie knows that old guns have just really... They just look really cool. <laughs> right? They just have a really, like, nice aesthetic going. So, like, they they film the guns specifically very nice. Yeah. This is probably the most wild I've seen Sam Raimi at, which I know this isn't as wild as he goes, uh, with something like um, The Evil Dead is obviously a bit more experimental than this is. Um, but, like, I I have to say I do like uh, Sam Raimi's more, like, manic style than in the Spider-Man movies, where it's a bit more controlled right. and it, locked down. Yeah, I don't know. This does this this feels a whole lot more, like, woo Exactly, yeah. Than, uh, than Spider-Man ever does. But yeah, no. Uh, in short, we really liked The Quick and the Dead. <laughs> yeah, I gave it four and a half stars. I still can't justify giving it five stars every time I watch it. I don't know why specifically. There's just like something missing. I'm very tempted. I might slot it into my top 20 one of these days. It, it might go in there. <laughs> we'll have to it see. It definitely beat the fits for me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you want to see my top 20 films, uh, you can go to my Letterboxd profile and, <laughs> and check them out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, later the next day, but technically the same Techn- day. Te- okay, so so we watched Quick and the Dead. We finished it on the 17th, uh, like at 2 in the morning or something. <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> we watched uh, Muppet, Treasure, Muppet Island, Treasure Island, which is a very good movie. Um. Yeah. It's I I mean it is. It's probably it's probably honestly like my my second favorite Muppets. Movie. I was about to say I don't know if I'd say my okay, favorite. Okay, it can't beat Muppets 2011. Muppets but, 2011 is so much fun, man. But um, like especially from like older Muppets, this yeah. is definitely probably my favorite. I want to really I really want to see the original Muppets movie, like just the Muppets movie from yeah. like the 90s or something. I think it's 97. Um. And then I can truly decide on what my favorite old Muppet movie is. Because I think is. that's really the only Muppet movie we haven't seen. It's just the original yeah, just about, the Yeah, just about. The, um, we have seen a lot of the really weird ones. Right? Like, <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen uh, Kermit's Swamp Years? I, see, that's one that I okay. haven't seen. But I've seen like. Yeah, that's the, not really like an older one. I've but seen I the Gonzo and the Muppets in Space one. Yeah. The Muppets Take Manhattan one. I've seen the Muppets. Um, which one? Are you Fairy Tale one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like a bunch of the older like Muppet, like yeah. m- obscure movies, like the nineties Muppets. But I haven't yeah. seen like <laughs> the Muppets. Uh, but yeah, Muppet Treasure Island. Uh, this was technically my second time watching it. Uh, but like the I think first, you've seen it more than the twice. first time. The first time I watched it, or at least the last time I could remember watching it, like I don't, I didn't really remember it that I th- well. I think I think you've seen it more than twice. It man. probably, but like I don't know. I did. I I basically went into it blind. I really didn't remember it that well. Um, but I, I yeah, especially I I really liked the first twenty minutes of it. Like the that was really good. 
Uh, it kind of falls off a little bit from there, but it's still like a really fun movie. Yeah, there's definitely some moments in it that's like, eh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, eh. It's just kind of like eh, it's dragging a little. I but... think I think a lot of it actually is the book Tre- Treasure yeah, Island. Because exactly. If you've read Treasure <laughs> Island, um, it definitely because you know it's a book. Yeah. And it, it can do that. It 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 slows down a lot once the journey starts. I was about to say once the moment they cast off the movie just it it goes from like a like a 9 to like a 7. <laughs> yeah. Know? Which I mean even it, like like the book, yeah, the book itself it just takes a long time on that. Yeah. And I feel like they could have had more to propel in this, like maybe setting up more stuff. Like yeah, they had like the setup of like wow, this crew looks really <laughs> suspect. <laughs> the crew's looking suspect. But they had like nothing else. They're like, well, there's that. And then they just kind of have. And then, like, you know, I would have loved some more, like, and I know we got the Cabin Fever song, but like some more fun Muppet antics. Yeah, I was about to say, cab- that Cabin Fever sequence is really good. <laughs> like the Cabin Fever sequence, and you have the, the Muppet torture sequence, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you don't have much on the ship. And like the two things that make this like like the, the this specific story has going for it <laughs> are Muppets themselves and the relationship between Jim and uh, Silver because Jim that's, and Tim Curry because <laughs> that's always the, that's always the best part of any any Treasure Island story should be like Jim. Well, that and yeah, Silver. that's the heart of the that's the heart of the story there. And you know they they do pretty okay with this. I mean Tim Curry. You can't not like Tim Curry. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, like, kind of weird that it, 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 it the energy kind of just drops a little after the first little bit. But, like, it's it's still a fun movie. Like I said, it's my, well, I guess Micah said it, but I agree. It's my <laughs> second favorite Muppets movie I've seen. Yeah, I, I would only give it three and a half, but it is definitely, yeah. like, just, like, one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, that's a really fun movie. It's got some really inventive jokes uh, some really good songs, uh, as always with especially the '90s Muppets. Some really great puppets. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's a good time. It's actually kind of funny. Um. The time I watched this before, like this last time, like mm-hmm. before on the 17th or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was at my cousin's house, um, <laughs> and I was sleeping on the couch, and it was probably like two, almost three, and I turned it off. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I, I think I think that is truly the best way to experience Muppets Treasure Island. Early in the morning. Very like like not like early in the morning, but like very, very late. Because <laughs> yeah, technically it was early, but that yeah. sounds like you get up early and watch it. <laughs> get up at like four and watch it. <laughs> Which sounds lame. Wow. Well, anyway, uh, let's let's move on. On the seventeenth, we also watched uh, Sullivan's Travels. Yeah, not to be confused with Gulliver's Travels. Or oh, brother, where art thou? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was a nineteen forty one movie about a, a director of of all things, <laughs> yeah, a director wanting to experience the experiences <laughs> of life. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um it's interesting. I yeah. I think I think films about filmmakers or filmmaking are always very interesting to me. Yeah. It's like it would be like a writer writing about writing a book. <laughs> yeah. This was uh 
This was this was an interesting movie. Yeah, I I honestly I went into it kind of blindish. Yeah, I knew it was in the Criterion Collection, um, and like I knew it was on the Criterion Channel because it's on the Criterion Collection, <laughs> um, and I I didn't really know much about it other than that. Um, but it it was interesting. You know, I think I think it did a really good job with its point, like its message of of its movie. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, they they handle that really well. But I mean, like that's the whole point of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like in I don't know. I feel like <laughs> the comedy, if you could call it comedy in it is really weird. Like especially towards the beginning of the movie, like with the bus thing. Yeah. I don't know, like, especially, yeah, the first act of this is definitely a lot weirder than the second yeah, two. I, was, I wasn't really into the first act of the movie, and it yeah. was, like, it was all, like, very goofy in the first act, which yeah, was, was very Yeah, it was weird. a bunch of really fast dialogue and, like, them cracking jokes about uh, movies and stuff, but, like... And then, like, especially, like, specifically, like, the third act of this movie. Oh, my gosh. How, like, <laughs> how, like depressing and dark it is. and Yeah, it's weird. It's a, it's a strange movie. It feels it feels very um, like saga esque. Like it's a it's like this guy's in like entire journey. Well, I th- I think it was Wild. supposed to be yeah an Odyssey essentially. Yeah, it's a, no, it is essentially an Odyssey movie kind of um, thing. But I don't know. It's very odd how it's like I don't know the theme like the the. I don't know what you're looking for here, Mike. <laughs> Dang, I just lost what I was going to... Like, the word I was looking for. Like, the feel of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, in the different area. The tone. The tone, tone okay. of movies. <laughs> the mise-en-scene, like... <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I really was like, oh, this movie kind of sucks in the first act. Yeah. Um, I really was just like, this is just another one of, like, stupid no, 40s I, comedy. I, I definitely couldn't have taken an hour and a half of the first act of this. <laughs> But then, like, as it got into it, as it started to get more serious, and as it started to, like, actually be realistic-ish to its point (laughs) that it was going for, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And, like, the way they built up to the whole, like, twist thing at the end, I really liked. Yeah. No, Um, it... I feel like you need to watch this movie, like to to get what we're saying, really. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't make much sense at the moment, um... It's a little. It feels. It feels long for how long it actually is. I. I will say. Cause I it's, mean, because it's ninety-one minutes. I guess it feels long, but not, like it doesn't drag it doesn't, for no, me. It, yeah. it doesn't feel like long in the sense that like. Ugh. When oh, will this wow, be over? Like, oh, yeah. This is so long. It, <laughs> like it feels like I don't. I don't know. I guess grand. Exactly. In, in a sense. That's that's kind of what I was going for with the whole like Odyssey thing. Yeah. It, it feels. It feels large scale, even though it's only an hour and a half. And like it feels like it could be a three-hour epic kind of thing, right? And it's just so weird, you know. Yeah. Like I really, I, I really enjoyed it, especially once we got into like the actual movie, movie, and you got what's her face and all of that. Yeah, I was about to say once, once the two of them get together, they have such good chemistry in this. It's, it's a good time. So yeah, I, 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 I endorse this movie. Get through that first act. Yeah, get through the first act, and you're good to go. It's really you're golden. Yeah, it's really weird. But um, after that, it's not like really weird comedy the whole time. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite '40s movies now. I think it cracked. I don't I know. Let me check. Let me check my '40s 10. list. I don't know if it made my top five or anything. <laughs> Um, 90s, 20s, 10s, 70s, 50s. Uh, it did make my top five. Uh, 60s? Wait, where's my 40s list? 
Okay, never mind. So I, yeah. It probably cracked my so top yeah, my five. Top, my top five for the 40s is It's a Wonderful Life, The Red Shoes, Arsenic and Old Lace, The Maltese Falcon, and Sullivan's Travels. No, I remember it didn't because oh. you put Double Indemnity above it, right? Yeah, no, it did crack my top five. I oh, have, you just uh, didn't have, yeah. I have Late Spring, Brief Encounter, It's a Wonderful Life, Double Indemnity, and then Sullivan's Travels. Where is the Red Shoes? What do I mean? uh, it's in number nine. You put the red oh shoes God. below Fantasia. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we we can we can discuss our forties rankings later. <laughs> put the red shoes under Fantasia. Okay, I think that's a perfectly reasonable. No, ranking. it's not. <laughs> Fantasia sucks. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's let's move on. The, I gave the next day. Four stars. The by next the way. day, Micah. The next day. The eighteenth of we, March. We watched. Woof walkers. Woof woof. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Been waiting, been waiting since our wolf walkers episode to do it (laughs) with one of my friends who hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. I'm glad we got to show her um, wolf walkers. It was, it was. I think it was my favorite movie from last year. Oh, it's definitely my favorite movie. But I haven't watched Minari, so. Yeah, I still have, we still have yet to see Minari. We'll probably do an episode on it or something when we finally watch it. <laughs> but man, Wolfwalkers is so good. It is. Like, just, I mean, we did a whole episode. Yeah, about we did it. a whole episode about it. I doubt it. we're going to go too in depth with no. it. No. But like the animation, mm. the story, mm. uh, the characters, yes. the music, yes. the lighting, the chemistry, my chemistry, <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> the wolf. The way it uses its animation to tell the story with emotions—it's so good. <gasps> it's—I it, think—I think I would cite this as like animation masterclass, baby. Right, it's so good. Like only <laughs> only a handful of movies actually do um, that. Like the thing that I like so much. One of the things I like so much about this movie, and like use the animation itself to like have a more rough two D animation, and then use that animation itself to tell the emotions of the story. Cause like, dang. Like, you have, like, I don't know, that one Ghibli movie, <laughs> The Tale of Princess Kaguya or whatever, and that kind yeah, of does it. Yeah, that's kind of similar, like, kind of in the vein of what you're getting at, yeah. But this, like, I don't know. This is this is that, like, but so much better. <laughs> right. Like, man. The but aspect yeah. ratio changes are so good. <laughs> like, literally the best thing this movie has i don't know <laughs> that sounds lame but... but yeah go 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 listen to our episode about it yeah because we could talk about it forever probably i give it five stars also i want to mention in my letterbox review i simply stated that merlin is an icon and he is he is his character design is so good <laughs> it's so funny i don't know why like it's he's just like this compact little like blade of a bird right it's weird <laughs> it's a little falcon boy little falcon boy yes uh, next, we rewatched <laughs> Gretel and Hansel, which Heck we yeah. did not that long ago, actually. But again, this was with that same friend yeah. who had not seen this movie. And uh, I was about to say, we talked somewhat about it last episode. Yeah. Um, 
because we watched it last week. <laughs> her favorite her favorite genre is actually horror movies, so, you know, we showed her one. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we watched a horror movie in the end. There it is. <laughs> uh, and you know, this this movie gets this movie gets a pretty bad rep on Letterboxd. Yeah. It's got a 2.7 average. I mean, that's higher than 2.5, I guess. Um, but... And you know, it's it's not a it's not an amazing movie by any means. No. It's got a lot of problems. Uh, it's got a lot of problems. But man, it's just so fun. <laughs> it is a fun movie. Like, this is just one of those movies that I'm not, I'm not like, crazy about, and I wouldn't, like, go around, like, <laughs> I being, wouldn't like, defend oh, it. <laughs> you gotta watch Gretel and you Hansel. You gotta watch Gretel and Hansel, And I wouldn't baby. watch it, like, all the time. No. But, like, you know, it's really fun. I think, like, a like an annual viewing is probably sufficient to, yeah. to like, because it's an enjoyable movie, but, like, if you watch it more than once a year, I, I don't know. What's happening? Like, I think, I think the best instances of how to watch it are the two ways we watched it recently, <laughs> either really late or with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, bro, this thing was, like, scary as heck when we watched it really late. Right, really late, nobody else, Ooh. like, up. <laughs> I would hate to watch this like in the basement alone. I'd be like, "This is this is kind of scary." Not and, gonna lie. And it's actually interesting because our dad really didn't like this movie, and yeah. I didn't even think about it beforehand because I probably could have predicted that because oh, I yeah, didn't no. think about the fact that this movie is like very s- slow in a sense. Oh yeah, no, it is. <laughs> um, like very quote unquote atmospheric with how it does itself. Yeah. So I I could definitely see why people wouldn't like it in that facet of being like wow this kind of is boring this kind of drags man <laughs> yeah uh but i don't know i really i really enjoy it every time i've watched it so far so i, I gave it three and a half yeah no i i had a good time as always this was my i guess it was the third time watching it yeah yeah um but yeah no good time um and then the next day i want to say yes the next day uh we watched uh rashomon which yeah, Kira, All right, my third Kurosawa is, film. Yeah, Kira Kurosawa, um, and man, this was kind of disappointing. It yeah, it was very disappointing <laughs> uh, for me anyway, because I absolutely adore Aikiru and I love like Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai is like fantastic. Okay, but I really thought this was gonna be like a samurai movie. <laughs> I didn't really know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, neither did I. But man, this movie is so slow and so not well paced. Like, I, I really hate to say that, because, yeah. like, it's Kurosawa, and I don't, like, this movie has, like, a 4.2 average, I don't know what's up with that. I mean, I, um, I would probably give it, like, a 3.5 or a 4, probably. Yeah, I, I gave it a 3.5, <laughs> yeah. it's not, like, horrible, but, like, the I couldn't imagine giving it 4. The camera, Micah, the camera work and blocking in this are so fantastic. No, no, you still have, yeah. like, like, a lot of the things that I like about Kurosawa in... Like, like Seven, Seven Samurai, Samurai yeah. are in this movie. He still is like a good filmmaker. Yeah, I was about to say like the actual composition, uh, like blocking, uh, choreography, that stuff. It's all really fantastic. Yeah, no, no, no. like, like definitely in that stuff. That's great. But um, like the the story itself and the characters just really didn't do it for me. Like I, I thought pretty much all of the characters in the story were annoying, even the people telling. Like the story. Uh, I don't know about the like narrator, quote unquote narrators of the story. I don't know about them being annoying, but yeah, definitely the characters like of the story that they're telling are annoying. Yes. Yeah, and even to me, and anyway. even like what's his face? Um, Who I don't remember uh, how to pronounce his name. Uh, the really loud guy. Oh, the oh, the angry guy. Yeah, the bandit. <laughs> like his character in Seven Samurai, because this guy is in like 
all of Kurosawa's yeah, yeah. movies. But his character in Seven Samurai is kind of similar-ish to his character. Yeah, no, it's, you know, he's very loud. It's pretty similar, yeah. Um, but I feel like he works <laughs> pretty well in. No, yeah, because everyone else, Samurai. everyone else in Seven Samurai is just like this really level-headed. Like they're all like these really mature, level-headed people who are usually pretty quiet. Like it doesn't get over much yeah, of like. Yeah, and then you have this guy who did, wants to be a samurai. And exactly. Wants to prove yeah. Himself. It, it, the contrast in that works really well, and they sprinkle him in in scenes, and they give him a great very character well. arc. Yeah, exactly. They give him a, a nice arc as well, so he's not like he's not like a thorn in in your side while you're trying to watch Seven Samurai. But in this, but in this, there is no character arcs for anyone. <laughs> yeah, he just he's just kind of irritating in this. He's, yeah, and and the the like the, the the lady too. Her her oh screaming got on my nerves so much. There's so much yelling in this movie. And nothing happens. Yeah, I was about to say I, not not I'm not agreeing necessarily that nothing happens, but I'm agreeing that uh, like movies with a bunch of like yelling and screaming and stuff in them just drive me crazy. And this this uh, that was not a, a good point for this movie because there is a lot of yelling and screaming. Yeah, in it. but I don't know. I really don't think you could say much happens in this movie because it's literally just the same thing told different ways. Like four times i mean yeah but that's not necessarily a problem yeah but it doesn't do it in an interesting way so like where some movie like maybe something in the vein of like a knives out style movie will show you something and then tell you something and then tell you it again from three different perspectives Mm -hmm. you have your base movie perspective martis perspective and ransom's perspective of the events right yeah Um, And even like when they're interviewing the different family members, you get all of these different perspectives, but you have it in a very clean stated interview sense. Well, yeah, they're asking questions specifically. They're going to a specific point. It's somebody telling the story in the sense of, hey, here's how it happened, like very definitely. But I mean, the intention of this movie isn't to be a you're questioning how it happened kind of thing. It's not, that's not the point of the movie. Well, I know it's not the point, which is why it's not like focused on Um, more to be more efficiently delivered that way. But because they have this happening, you're watching essentially the same thing with slight details changed every time just to like, just to nail home a point. Yeah. Not even a mystery. Like it says mystery in the categories in here, yeah, but it's not. Not really. I mean, it is technically a mystery, but not. It doesn't feel it, like it's not a mystery movie. Like it, it, it's so focused on like the oh everybody is terrible <laughs> <laughs> that it just makes for a really not enjoyable experience to watch for the most part. I mean, yeah, it, this is definitely the most preachy I've seen Kurosawa, and like Aikiru is definitely preachy, but not in the same way as this. And I was really, really sad because I love Seven Samurai, and I really want to watch and like other Kurosawa movies. Yeah. Like, especially his samurai movies, those look like really up my alley for movies, and mm-hmm. I really want to watch those. And like, this was just not it. This was, I don't know. Like, and like I said, I really like kurosawa's like direction and the way he films stuff and everything Mm -hmm. and i even like some of the atmospheric moments of this movie yeah definitely but like the actual meat of the story i really don't like and i don't even think it's a very efficient way to get the point that they were trying to give across yeah i mean yeah it's this is like i said this is definitely his most preachy i've seen him at which i assumed he probably did get more preachy uh in his career because, like I said, Aikiru, um, if not for the emotional anchor it gives you, it, it would literally just be, like, 
don't waste your life, kids. <laughs> that would be the entire movie. <laughs> Just I mean, screaming it at your face I kind mean, of yeah, thing. Akira, Akira um, is quite a bit later in his career. It's yeah, 12 no. 12 years later. Yeah, exactly. He's it, This is definitely a lot more unrefined than yeah, the other two can, movies I've seen. Yeah, at the moment, it's the earliest one of his that I'm looking at. I well, I mean, his... um, you can sort his filmography by release date. Let's see, see what his first one was. Yeah, I wonder what. Um, yeah, well, it was practically like he had done yeah, a couple he had, stuff. Okay, before, so yeah, this, this is was, pretty early on in his career. This was his first like big movie. That makes sense then. Yeah, because you can definitely tell it's a bit more unrefined than something like Aikiru or Seven Samurai. Yeah, well, quite a bit later he did Aikiru. Seven Samurai. Dang, Micah, you still haven't seen Aikiru. And then, you need to watch Aikiru. And then, Aikiru. like, we get to the ones that I want to watch. <laughs> like, Throne of Blood, yeah. Fortress, Yojimbo, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. Yeah, it. You, we could probably do a whole episode on Rashomon, because it is a very interesting movie from, like, a narrative structuring standpoint. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I I gave it three and a half stars because I still think the filmmaking is pretty solid. Yeah, but, no, definitely. Um, like I said, blocking, camera work, choreography, it's all fantastic in this, but just about everything else I have quite a few <laughs> problems with. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, that night. That it, very night. That very same night. Uh we watched for the very first time, as promised in the intro, uh, The Matrix. Yeah. 1999, baby. And and by the way, um, Wesley. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know how, if, if he ever listens to the podcast, <laughs> um, but he was on the podcast once. Yeah, long time, long time uh, fans might know Wesley Gramley. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he has been trying to get uh, me to watch this movie for like two years, <laughs> maybe three years. Yeah. And he, like, a while back, um, gave me his DVD and was like, don't give it back. Don't until give it you back until this. you've seen The Matrix. <laughs> so so wesley if you hear this uh yeah we gotta we gotta get together sometime so i can give you your matrix copy back yeah and uh micah micah had wesley pushing him to watch this uh yossi one of my uh internet friends you might say uh has been trying to ever since uh he heard that i didn't really watch r-rated movies he was like, what? You you mean you haven't seen The Matrix? And I'm like, yes, that means I haven't seen The you know, Matrix. This totally makes and sense then, for Yossi loving this. And then um, he was like, dude, you have to watch it. I'm like, okay, I will at some point, but it's still rated R. It's going to it's gonna be a while, probably. Uh, and But now I finally watched it. So Yossi, Yossi and Wesley can rest uh, peacefully tonight. This makes a lot of sense for you. <laughs> liking it, like thinking about it. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I was about to say, and, yeah, this is like right up Yossi's alley. Um, um, but man, this is right up my alley. This is right up my alley too. I, I adore uh, speed racer and it's the same directors. Right. So. This was, this was so good. I, I would say I liked it better than speed racer. Um, Obviously, Speed Racer, I would actually call a little bit more stylized than this movie. If yeah, people no, who have who, people who haven't watched the uh, Speed Racer can believe it, <laughs> it is more uh, stylized. Yes, uh, and I think that's fun about Speed Racer specifically. Oh, like, Speed Racer is such a fun comparatively movie. to this. Yeah, they get to have a little bit more fun with it. But man, this movie is really, really good. This movie has a fan flippantastic screenplay. Um, like all of the characters are enjoyable and interesting. There's good character arcs. 
um the, the world building the world Micah? building is darn good <laughs> the world building is insane the score is good the uh, dude i love the way this movie is filmed the vfx still look great like i love the cinematography in this so much and like i, I love to like it's so random but i love the shots with morpheus's glasses <laughs> so much when they when they use them to frame up stuff that yeah i that, love that so much that's so good um yeah i don't know like i didn't i didn't really know what to like fully expect from this movie because like i knew the plot of the movie but like movie wise i didn't know what to expect especially from these directors um yeah, I didn't really know anything about, like, the plot of The Matrix other than uh, he, like, the obviously the pill scene. Like, I knew basically everything that happened up till the, um, up till he takes the pill, obviously. Wow. Um, but, like, outside of that, I was going in completely blind to this, and uh, it was really good. Yeah, no. It was really, really good. <laughs> it's, man, I feel like it's one of those movies I'm going to have a hard time talking about. We do, like, yeah, we need to do an episode on this bad boy so I can so I can truly dissect so it. So I can sit there and be like, well, it's good. <laughs> well, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I had this thought while watching it, and Robbie said he disagreed, but I what? don't know. Um, I kind of feel like a lot of DCEU movies are really <sighs> just trying to capture the vibe of this movie. I don't know, well, I man. Didn't turn your phone. Okay, on I didn't silent. silence my phone. Sorry, sorry, guys. You had to hear one notification. I, don't know. I, got, I got one notification. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just Zack Snyder for me. <laughs> it feels like he's like doing this, but worse. I, I guess I could. I, that makes more. I would agree more with that than the whole DCEU trying to imitate the Matrix's feel. But like Zack Snyder with his like darker film like style and like slow motion and the way he does action and everything i feel like this is that from what i've seen i haven't seen like a, a ton of Zack snyder movies obviously yeah even, i haven't even seen like some of what are considered his best but i've like from like um sucker punch and just various things of like seeing his action and the way he does that mm-hmm. i feel like it's just trying to be this but this is way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but this is way cool. Yeah, I, I was I was actually thinking about making a list on Letterboxd of like cool movies, <laughs> like Ocean's Eleven, and I'll put this on there too. Just like <laughs> just uh, movies that are cool. <laughs> just put like uh, dude bro movies ready. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily all cool movies are dude bro. Movies. No, yeah, but just those. Just two. yeah, those two. Yeah. <laughs> Also, wanted to shout out uh, Hugo Weaving. He looks like he's having a great time in this movie. Hugo Weaving, man, <laughs> love that guy, and he is, he goes like 110 in this movie. It's great. Yeah. I get I get why they brought him back like a ton in the other movies. Oh yeah, no, I like the basically the only reason. Like obviously, I liked this movie, but like the main reason I'd want to watch like any of the sequels is because he would be in them, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I feel like sequels to this movie would be very weird. Yeah. Um, I feel like, and, you know, I've heard a lot of complaints about it. Like, yeah, you'd lose yeah. a lot of, like, the energy that this movie has and just be like, oh, well, here's a bunch of continuation <laughs> plot. Here's the next thing that happens, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because this has, like, insane energy going throughout it for most of it. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd say the only thing 
because I was trying to think about this, the only thing I could say that I dislike about The Matrix, and it's only slightly, mm-hmm. is I don't like how underdeveloped the quote-unquote romance between Neo and uh, Trinity is. Yeah, it's not... I was going to bring that up, actually, if we ever talked about it, like, on the podcast. Like, that's honestly my least favorite aspect of this. Yeah. But, like... It feels just kind of there. Yeah, I mean, it's there for a reason, uh, narrative-wise. Yeah, but, like, but I'm like, saying, it's like, not, yeah, it from doesn't, it doesn't writing feel, standpoint, it, feels it feels inserted. Yeah, they, I, I didn't really feel like they had any moments of chemistry in the movie, like, before she's like, I love you, Neo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Maybe it'll be a bit less yeah. weird on a second watch, but, yeah. But that's the only thing I could think of that I I mean, I'm like not a big it. fan of the, like, mole uh plot line in this i mean they did a good job it's fine yeah i was about to say it's it's one of my it's like it's one of the better mole subplot things i've seen conceptually it works really yeah conceptually conceptually yes and thematically it blends really well with the matrix stuff like obviously that's not as big of a complaint but i just eh. i'm not a big fan of moles (laughs) you know yeah I would never write one into my movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I gave the movie five stars, actually. Wow. It's really the only thing I could think five of that I disliked stars. about it while watching it, especially <laughs> was just Trinity and Neo getting together, okay. like, too fast. So, bro, I sat down the other day, mm-hmm. and I rested, like, I rested my hand on my stomach. Like, I, I was leaning back like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't see what I'm doing. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, like, I accidentally touched uh, my belly button and thought and about like, oh, the no. Matrix. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> i wanted to die horrifying yeah i was like okay i that's it i'm never i'm never laying down again the matrix was creepier than i thought it would oh be. yeah no it, it it feels a lot more sinister than i expected yeah i like that like aesthetically it was a lot darker than i thought we would be going into it but yeah no really good stuff i don't know if i like it as much as speed racer i definitely think it's better i like it's, it i like it more than speed, speed racer, racer is a bit lacking in the uh writing department but, yeah but uh but go watch speed racer it's yeah really fun. i think i think i might like speed racer a bit better than this um just because i really love racing <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm more of a racing guy than i am a video game guy so oh wait <laughs> what about racing video games Herbie? that's that's the golden that's the golden <laughs> in between Micah. <laughs> uh, okay well on the 20th uh, i watched something without you <gasps> i watched the princess diaries uh princess diaries. with Haley. um good time it's, it's always a fun time it's always you know, a good time I don't, I don't have too much to say we don't about even it. have to try Micah. it's like you know it's the princess diaries it's not like <laughs> groundbreaking cinema it's the only anne hathaway movie i like <laughs> it's not groundbreaking cinema (laughs) it's just you know it's fun it's funny it's not aggressively bad in any way but it's not aggressively good in any way yeah it's not it's not it's not winning any awards (laughs) but yeah it's a very a very three-star movie in my opinion yeah which is not a bad that's like i said yeah that's like the perfect rating for it is a three (laughs) but yeah always a fun time heck yeah um and then i don't know if you logged this i didn't watch it oh did you not watch it Oh well, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't there. I came. I came oh, in for right, like right. the last yeah, yeah. little bit of it. I just remembered you being there for the ending. Um, but yeah, I watched or rather uh, rewatched a town called Panic, which Wait, is very I? good. Uh, I think you were getting a shower. Oh no no no! We went. Uh, we it was the it was the day you were editing. We all went to the park. Oh no! But you guys were already back. Like I didn't, I didn't start. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Dang. Um, I might. Oh, I, I did take a shower. I might yeah. 
I don't know. That's what I thought. Okay, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 2009 movie called A Town Called Panic or Panique au Village, if you are French. <laughs> oh, you sure you didn't do the other French movie with its French title? What other French movie? Uh, Long Way North. He didn't oh, say its French title. Oh, well, I didn't see the French title underneath it. I probably, yeah. What is it? Taut un hat d'un monde. Sounds more uh, like Swedish or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good it's a good movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It might be, it, I think it is my favorite French movie. Um, it's like a stop motion comedy. Yeah, it's like a surreal comedy almost. I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard to describe it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know how. How would you describe a town, a town called, called Panic? Panic is yeah, surreal <laughs> comedy. Yeah, it's like it's like a stop motion surreal comedy, almost like something you'd see on like Adult Swim. Or yeah, something it's like very that. just like it's very conceptually odd. Yeah, it's got in it, but then it like it, it sticks with that. Like oh, it, it's so it does good. like this really weird thing, and then it just like yes, it That's builds the its entire yeah, world around this very weird. Like yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's about a cow. It's about a cowboy, an Indian, and a horse that live in the same like shared home. <laughs> right, and they're and, and and they're all like these little figures. Yeah, they're all. It's it's stop motion with little like figurines, like little action figure things with the little platforms on the bottom of their feet. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really good. Like, yeah, no, I, I cannot stress how good it I is. Didn't, I didn't watch it this time. I'm not a huge fan of it, but, like, it's a lot of fun. I think I think it's very... I think it's got some pacing problems, but, again, I didn't watch it a second know, time. Yeah, uh, on the rewatch, like, yes, on the first watch, I would have totally agreed with you that it had some and pacing I don't, issues. And I don't find all of the comedy that funny. But, like, second time, like, almost all the jokes hit, uh, and I never once was bored while watching it, so... I was not on the floor laughing then, and I am not on the floor laughing now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I cannot I cannot recommend to you enough A Town Called Panic. It's in my top 20 films as of now. Um, it's really good. Yeah, Go it's, watch it. It's, it's okay. It's on It's on Amazon Prime at the moment. It's a fine movie. It's on. It, you can watch it uh, to be voodoo anywhere, really. It's, it's yeah. free a lot of places. And then last night... Last night. We watched the legendary. The one and <laughs> the only. The legendary. The SpongeBob I guess Square it is kind of legendary, actually. It is legendary. Yeah. Dang. The legend of the legend of a sponge. The legend of the SpongeBob. <laughs> the legend of the SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. Um Yeah, we watched SpongeBob's the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Always a fun time. Two thousand four one, not not Sponge Out of Water or Sponge on the Run. Which we haven't seen Sponge on the Run yet. I very much want to, to see um, how it is. This movie is just like it's so classic. Yeah, we didn't even grow up with it, but it's so classic. <laughs> I was about to say we. I watched this for the first time like a year ago, like or a little over a year. And ago. somehow it's still like so like it feels it so, feels classic, like man. just like a classic movie that I've always like. It feels like a movie I've always seen, even though I haven't. Yeah, I was about to say we sense. watched we we hadn't even seen like a full like season of SpongeBob until like a couple years ago. Yeah, and the, the SpongeBob, especially the first three seasons in this are all so fantastic yeah and i've logged this movie eight times now on letterboxd <laughs> oh well i guess i've logged it six times so. <laughs> like i don't i don't know this is just like this is just such a fun movie to turn on and that's most of the time i would just like yeah. turn it on randomly 
uh, and that's how I got like I logged more times than you. <laughs> but like it's so short and yeah, sweet. And, it's a like, short. It's a short little movie with a lot of really funny like stuff in it. Like uh, it's it's good. I will say tone wise, it is a lot different than the first three seasons oh, of the show. And I didn't yeah. I didn't notice that until I started like thinking about it on this last watch. I was like, you know, this really is tonally different. This quite is quite a it's, bit. It's yeah, it's pretty strikingly different from the first three it's, seasons. Its jokes are even a lot like a lot different than what you would normally get and like spongebob himself is different and i, and I see what people mean like that the, the this changed things a lot oh yeah no definitely in the in the context of spongebob as a like franchise kind of thing this this was definitely a changing point for the style and tone of the show and unfortunately i don't think that was a good thing no no it wasn't for the better i think the movie is great the but, first um... three seasons are like I, I would consider some of the best seasons of like animated, especially kids television I've seen. They're, yeah, they're really good. The fourth season's fine. Fourth season, yeah, the it's fourth got season's some good fine. Episodes. Yeah, and then the fifth season. Oh man, oof. the fifth season is downright painful. The fifth season was horrible. Yeah, we haven't even watched the sixth <laughs> season. I didn't want to like, bother with the rest of it, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It falls off hard in the fifth season. But we've rewatched uh, seasons one through three and some of four quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could probably like if if you pull up an episode, I could probably tell you exactly what happens in yeah. the entire thing. So so yeah. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie is pretty darn good. It's pretty great. I think I think it's three point seven average is like probably exactly where it should be. Yeah, I um, gave it three and a half. So, but know. yeah, it, it's a good time. The characters are fun, like the new characters, the locations. It's it, it, tone the, and comedy is different from the show, but it's still really yeah, funny. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just different. I just don't think it could work as a lasting show. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway yeah it's just a really fun movie yeah it's it's interesting that like most of the show creative team worked on this movie because a lot of well i don't want to say a lot of the time but uh, like a lot of high profile tv movies don't get the same crew especially not the same director a lot of the time as the show um and it's just interesting that this one like has almost all of the original like creators and storyboard artists and stuff like that yeah, it's crazy i don't know why it's so like different i wonder like i wonder how it all went down like yeah, writing wise it's so weird like yeah because it, it definitely is very different from even like the later stuff in season three yeah which i don't know it's just, it's weird it's weird but it's really good yeah so. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that was um, that was that was what we watched. That was last night that we watched that. It was a good time. We had we had a good week. Watched yeah. the Matrix for the first time. Rewatched like Wolfwalkers and stuff. A lot of good movies. Um, we'll probably end up doing a episode on the Matrix sometimes. Yeah. Or sometimes, sometime. We were, we we almost thought about doing it today, <laughs> but we just didn't have time to want to like yeah, rewatch it. Yeah, like I was we about to say to. by the time we <laughs> we hadn't planned anything on Sunday. Um, and I, I really honestly would want to rewatch The Matrix like two more times, honestly, before I had yeah, a there's, set. There's a lot to yeah, there's, in The Matrix. Yeah, there's a lot like thematically and like a lot of technical stuff that we probably missed on a first viewing. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd want to watch it a few more times. Otherwise, this probably would have been a Matrix episode. <laughs> yeah. Because we really liked it. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, anything you want to shout out or anything before we wrap it up completely like just anything in particular that you did of note um, that you want to 
over the past like week or so, I think I might have mentioned this last episode, but um, I've been working on uh, filling up my stats page on Letterboxd, like with all-time favorites, decade favorite lists, that sort of thing. Um, and if you are interested in at all my opinions on movies, you should go check out uh, my Letterboxd stats page because it has a lot <laughs> of really cool statistics. There you go. Um, it's just... Robbie, it's letterbox.com slash Robbie Grayway slash stats. It's really easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a G R A W E Y, not yes. Grayway. <laughs> not G R A E Y W A Y. How did you just spell Gray? E- is it E A? G R A E Y? How do you spell E-A. I I don't know. I don't know how to spell Gray. Gray can be spelled A Y or E Y, but oh. uh, not both. <laughs> oh. Depends if you're doing like the name Gray or like Gray. Oh, that's color. true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yes. That 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 it, especially for this audience, that would be the thing to check out that I've been working on recently. Yeah, and uh, my thing of note that I wanted to shout <laughs> out is uh, on my channel in Grayway Films, I put out a farewell video. Uh, how many days ago was that? That was, that was like three days ago. <laughs> it was like three days ago. So yeah, three days ago, I put out a farewell video. Go check that out. It's uh, it's performing pretty well, actually. And <sighs> I'm really happy with how it turned out. So yeah, uh, go go watch that. Um, yeah. Get me get me up to 80 subscribers because I'm at 79 <laughs> right now. <laughs> Aren't you trying to reach 100? Yeah, I am. But still, like 80 would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and when I hit 100, just for all you people out there, I am doing a 100 subscriber giveaway of a, a DVD with a custom art cover. Mike, it's just going to be like five years from now. You're finally going to hit 100 and you're, you still be shouting out the giveaway at the end of every video you've Dang. done. <laughs> Dang. That would be pretty funny. I've, I've gained a pretty steady amount of subscribers. No, I'm not, I'm not saying five years is probably a bit outrageous. But like if you left a, a, if you left an account dormant and it only had like one video, it would probably get 100 subscribers after five years. Right. I don't know. My, my, uh, my one channel that I did before this, my gaming channel gave gained like yeah, exactly. 30 of its subscribers after I stopped uploading. I was about to say, like, just because you're done uploading doesn't mean you're done gaining subscribers. So I'm just... Dang, it, yeah. it's, it's so sad that, like, that <laughs> channel has v- videos with over 4,000 views. <laughs> it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway... Go watch the farewell video that Micah did. Uh, go, go check watch... out Rebby's letterbox. Yeah, go check out my letterbox page if you want to. Um, and go watch A Town Called Panic. I, I, that, that's, that's your assignment no, for the week. No, you, can, you cannot do that. <laughs> what is your assignment there, for the there week? Are other, there are other movies. Go watch my video and um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, go watch, yeah, go watch like The Matrix. Go watch Wolf Walkers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.